0: Welcome to this week's episode of hashtag leadership what's on your mind happy new year everybody and um, this is the first episode of january and um, but i'm very open and honest on the podcast we are recording this in december so it feels a bit weird saying happy new year and um, but remember guys if you haven't already subscribe to the youtube channel follow us on your podcast provider we've got an amazing array of podcasts and um, guests coming up remember we want to add value to your leadership journey We've got amazing guests with amazing stories and experts in their field. So um without further ado, today we are speaking to Mike. How are you doing, sir?
1: Hi, hi Stuart. Yeah, I'm very well, mate. Happy New Year, I suppose. Yeah, it's like with a question
0: mark on the end, isn't it? <laughs> I know,
1: it feels weird. It's only just the 1st of December and we're saying that now. Yeah,
0: weird. And, uh, so
1: I'm, it, I'm good, mate. How are you doing? Are you Okay.
0: Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. I was going to just cover off the fact that we, we've got you on because you, you were put in front of me, which was a great credit to yourself for, of the impact you're having out there. And I mentioned to our audience recently that last January, we had inspirational people that thrived in 2020. Um, thinking that might, that might have been a, a one-off and obviously we know that that has continued <laughs> into 2022 and, and really the focus for the the January February episodes have been to bring inspirational people on to share their stories to really get people to think in a positive manner so obviously you fit into that category and um, credit to yourself so Mike as I hit the 20 minute timer for the people who don't know who you are tell us who you are what you do and then we'll get into it
1: yeah okay so hi everyone, my name is Mike Dunn. I'm the Managing Director and Founder of Excel TM Group. We specialise in construction specific telemarketing and lead generation, uh, which doesn't sound, let's just say it doesn't sound the like most sexy uh, job in the world. Um, and to, I think for me, I'm, I'm blown away by the fact that I've been included in something like inspirational leadership. Um, but I'm, from, I'm born and bred in Chester. Uh, I've got four brothers, uh, married with a, a little girl, uh, yeah I, I'm pretty much an open book anyone that wants to know anything about me they, they can do really mate to be honest with you yeah
0: amazing and I know we, we've had a little chat an introduction before doing the podcast and and you're only down the road from me as well which was obviously hence by the introduction but um so let's get into the questions. so obviously we're hashtag leadership what's on your mind what comes to your mind when you think about the, just the word, the label the tag leadership
1: good question that uh, but everyone has different ways of being leaders and, and you read these inspirational and motivational posts about what leadership should look like um people that you know don't bark orders people that help the team and you see the photos that are made of you know like the men on the rowing boats where this is how it should be done but i think leadership is for, for me personally be, being a leader is about understanding um and listening more importantly um and I've learned from some brilliant leaders, but I've also learned from some people that are poor at leading. So it's good because when you get that balance, you're able to understand what would work for you and what wouldn't. To me, leadership is just about being able to control the situation and being able to make sure and show people that maybe when you, it's, when things are up against you, you're able to overcome them things and you're able to, whatever the situation may be, you find a way around it and you become resourceful. That, that's yeah. why I think of leadership.
0: Amazing, yeah, and that fits into my category of what you just mentioned there about helping people improve their self and situational awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and staying with you for the second question, and um, because I, I love hearing where people go back to in um, regards to where, where did your leadership journey start? Was it on, is it on reflection now? Or was there a light bulb moment at the time where you thought, right, this is my leadership start? What, what, where are we going back to?
1: Um, it's a really good question, though. Because um, I've got so many life experiences which have made me more resilient as a person. Um, I'd probably say, I, I can't really sit here and lie and say, I was a, I've been a, a big leader in the past. I'd say I've helped people. And I think even a couple of people that I work with have said, You know, when they started with me in a previous job, I was one of the people that went over and said, you can do this and you can find a way around it. But I've got to say that Poly Excel, uh, TM Group, setting up that business, being able to go through COVID and be resilient in that instance, but also help people with with jobs and people that have never been in the industry before and making bad situations fun Mm. and showing people that when times are tough, there's a way around it. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, definitely. And again, that's where there's there a lot of um, talk and content and reference to like leading in a crisis or, or leading in ambiguity and, and leading. And you said yourself, in those people that will show up and turn up and and, and, and not necessarily lead from the front, but lead by example and, and lead by creating that environment. But um, but yeah, I know your story is full of that. So tell us a little bit about how you've got to where you've got to right now.
1: So so basically my background is, is predominantly sales. Um my family were all construction background. You know, my old man was a was a builder by trade. His his dad was similar. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And um I was never really a hands-on guy. I, I'm I'm more office-based, you know, if I get a paper cut, I think I've got a nail in my in my finger. And I admit that, you know. But I've basically gone from, being, I've done sales ranging from kind of MBA to legal to construction, B2C, energy, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and the, in 2019, as I mentioned recently on another podcast, me and my wife had quite a few bad months. I had a bad bill of health. Um, my dad's wife passed away and obviously, unfortunately, we lost a child uh, as a baby. So it was a, bad, it was a bad couple of months, bad year. Um, and in January 2020, after me saying t- to my wife for years, I've got, I've got to do something. I've watched so many ex-bosses, I-, I would be open and honest and say, not be right to the way they were treating people and, and really mistreating good staff, you know. So I always said to myself, I can do this, but it's taking that plunge to do it. And you've got to, it's all or nothing. And anyone that knows Melville well have heard this story over and over again. It was literally a case of all I need is a mobile, a whiteboard and a laptop. That was it, I, said, I can do it from that. I had two of them. I had a mobile and I had a whiteboard. And they had 20p in the bank, so I couldn't go and buy a laptop. You know, my, my credit score wasn't the best either. So I had to straight away Thing on my feet. A really good friend of mine who i mentioned before in the past, Paul Billington Dykes. He was the one that said, look, I've got a laptop here, you can help. Poor Paul was someone that at the start of the journey really helped me. He sat down with my business plan and went over everything. Um and, and really put things in perspective as as my auntie. She she's helped me out no end with, with my accountant here as well, my accountant here as well. So in January we set up, had the laptop, the whiteboard, the mobile, and off we went. And it was going great, you know. Um, you know, you've probably seen. Unfortunately, I, I lost my nan on the twenty seventh of January very suddenly, and that was a massive, a massive knock to me, because my nan, she only lived two doors down from us, you see. So that's the first moment of being an entrepreneur, if you like, that you've got to go right, I've got to be resilient, gotta keep going. There's no bereavement time off, there's no time off tomorrow. You, you, you have two options, you either let your business sit there and invest it or you you get on with it. Mm. So that was the first real impact moment of running a business where I had that neat, that jerk reaction. I was like, Jesus. Um, and then obviously it was going well, we had clients on board, and then in March, everyone knows. We were hit with COVID. now as a new business who'd only been going for two months. There was no no furlough, no grants. There's no, there's none of that. You, it's kind of you're one of those situations where they go, oh, gonna have to you what you can or try." So I had two clients on board, and I said to both clients, "Look, if I work for free, generating leads or, build, or building databases for you, would you consider staying with us or?" i've got a small family would you consider taking me on anyway both clients are still with us now and they're real right up until next year so straight away it's that finding a way around the problem and i'm surprising myself to be honest with you how well, i did honestly I, even i was like jesus i, I can really do this yeah. and that's kind of the excel journey it was, and everyone's seen the photos of it you know it was me on my own at home in a back room. there was no money put in there was no there was no no grants there to help it was just you got to get on with it mm. but then when you fast forward to now which we're sure we'll talk about there's, there's a team of 21 of us now and, and and being truthful and honest the reason we've grown so quick is because my experience in the industry and i'd like to think the way I was treated treat in the past by previous bosses, etc. Help guide people here. My, my team are absolutely phenomenal. Mm. I've got a brilliant team who get involved, who help each other out constantly, who are there for each other all the time. So I, I've got a, a massive thank you to them. But another reason, probably the, the biggest reason in all of this, is my wife, mm. she's literally stood there for, with me the whole way through this. Because we've had some real, real tough times since the business set up. Mm. Really tough times with even things like ex-bosses, like tweeting about us, and, ugh, honestly, you wouldn't believe some of the stuff we had to go through, and I
0: know, and, and again, I'm conscious, we, we've only got 20 minutes, and we're already halfway through, and I've obviously seen, after seeing your, and um, being introduced to you, the J, and that was why I was so passionate about bringing you on, because it's been so quick, and um, mm-hmm. you've had some really good recognition from where you're at, and I know that you're not where you want to be yet. So to the fact that you've managed to get to 21 and you're where you are, that, that's a massive credit. And, and I can see similarities in, in where I was, like um, recording this now, this time last year, it was pretty diabolical at the end of lockdown and, and it affects everybody. And especially in, in the infancy of your starting the business, which made it even more challenging. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about um, growing a team. how is that we haven't
1: got long. Uh, yeah anyone that has a business anyone that started a business or anyone that's been in a similar situation will tell you that growing a team is one thing but growing a team coming out of a a global pandemic is another you've really got to understand that everyone got affected in different ways some people lost family some people lost friends some people lost their jobs some people's confidence were not some people had families who were really affected by it. So what we tried to do here was I I, I was really lucky. I had a great team manager that come on board in you know Ellie uh, who had worked with in the past. One of my best friends joined the company on the business development side. Um, my brother works here as well as you know. So so I was lucky in the sense of I had the right people in the right places. So I could sit here and say oh I did this. I that's that's not true because this goes back to the leadership question. I trusted the people in positions to do the right thing. I don't, I, don't, I hate micromanagement. It's, I've been there, I've been through it. It's, it's, it's not leadership, it's tyranny. It's, you will do what I say and you will do it like this. Whereas I'm more, okay, this is how I want the business to be perceived and look. But really, we've all got to be singing from the same hymn sheet. And we've had, we've had staff, you know, we've, we've, we've left. We're, we're quite lucky. We haven't lost a huge amount. Mm. We, we really haven't. But the guys who, the team managers, the head of business development, the account managers, the senior account managers, they all play a role in that team being grown. Constant training. We brought in um, a head of people and culture. uh, And that's been, for me, that's been one of the best positions we've ever done because Jen, who's the owner of Moda PR, has been a friend of mine since we were young. She understood, she got it. She was from the same sort of industry. She'd worked in businesses that had been, um, where she'd been mistreated, where she hadn't been happy. so She came in and sat with all the team and said, look, what makes you want to work? What makes you want to work here? What makes you happy?
0: What was the reaction to that question? Because that's not very often you hear that from a, a business, a leader, a business owner. What was their initial reaction to that? Question? Well, I
1: didn't ask them. Jen asked them. Jen asked yeah. them yeah. And it was really interesting. It was eye-opening because I come from a sales background where we're always incentivized by beer or wine and they, a lot of them said i'm not pushed by this and it was really good and yeah you know at first you take a bit of a, a hit and you go wow i wasn't expecting that you, this is the problem a lot of people think they're always doing the right thing and the fact is, you're not always doing the right thing and you've got to sit and you've got to listen to these your team because without them there is no there's no company yeah i think and that's where i sometimes i get a bit of imposter syndrome. Because, yeah, it's I'm the one that, I'm the MD and maybe the one that I'm the face of, but these guys ones coming in there. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have the, the campaigns, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that's why it's important for me to know, like, how do how do I get the best out of these guys? How do I go above and beyond for them? So we did things like deal or no deal, where we had a massive monthly incentive where they could win vouchers and holidays. This month we're doing, a, I'm an account manager, get me out of here. <laughs> and we're doing weekly trials. And then today we've done um, the, the the public vote trial where, And it's constantly finding ways where we can go, right, what's going on this month? Hey, it's children in need. Let's do something there. Do you know what I mean? And and asking them questions really opened doors for me and made me realise that everyone has different needs and wants. And once again, your initial question was about leadership. That's where you have to be a leader and show people that the only way you're ever going to get people to follow you is to pay more attention to them than you are yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't. I've got my office. I hardly sit in here. I'm out with the team because I. Oh, I hate the thought of having an office with the doors closed and you can't come in. It doesn't work. Yeah. It, it it doesn't. People just go that's So nineties or.
0: Yeah, and mm-hmm. I know I was going. One of my next questions was kind of, and I kind of we we spoke about this when we first connected. But how do you? Because I know you're quite visible in your business, and that's what you kind of alluded to there. That I think that's a big thing in modern or, or uh, it happens a lot in tech companies or, or younger companies that there's that you mentioned that. That meant uh, that old saying of my door's always open and when you actually dig into it, it's not open at all. <laughs> it's nailed shut. Um, how do you create the environment that you have in your business? I know that you're quite, I like say, visible in the business, but in your words, how do you create that environment?
1: In the sense of how do I create that trusted environment?
0: Yeah, yeah. Just listening.
1: Mm. I've got kids, so here you. If it's your birthday, you take the day off. You know, you don't. I don't want to see if it's your birthday. If it's the anniversary of someone's uh, passing, take as much time as you need on that day. If you need to take the day, fine. But if you need to go to the graveside in the morning, do it. If your child's sick, don't you dare put a holiday form on my desk. I want you to go and make sure your child is being looked after. And, P- and I'm very public about that. I'm ve- I don't hide anything from the team. If something hasn't gone right, if there's a client that isn't playing ball, I'll just tell them. And it creates that level of, there's no secrets. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I get it. I have the same things I've never, you can't tell everyone. But at the same time, I go, well, what if I don't tell them when something's not going right, I'm just gonna sit in my office all day and then are never gonna feel like an approach me. Yesterday's a prime example. And I'm hoping when January comes, I'll listen back to this and i'll be able to go god i remember that yesterday we had a a day from hell there was a client that was having problems with the invoice they couldn't pay it payroll (laughs) i I was open and honest with all of them because they could see i was a bit stressed and i was blown away by some of them coming to me saying calm down you're going to be all right so that's where you've got to go yeah okay i should be doing that but when your team are coming to you doing that Mm -hmm. that's where you know you've got that fair balance that's where they were almost showing you how you normally are. And that's why I love is that rubbing off of going, you're going to be all right, and we're okay. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, definitely. Tell us a little bit about your recent experience of, of going through the awards and so many things. That that was really good to see from an outsider's perspective because yeah. you get that recognition so, I say so quickly, yeah. it, it, it's relevant as well. But what was that experience like?
1: You know what? I, I, I I, 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 I say I lost. I was in the final with some amazing entrepreneurs. So I was in the final of the Service Industries Great British Entrepreneur Awards, um, Great British Entrepreneur Awards, and it was the Service Industries of the Year in Northwest. And I told my wife and I told friends, like, I don't think I'm going to win. I said, I'm not upset by it. It's not, it hasn't hurt me. But I said, if I don't win, I want, to, I want to lose to one man. And that was Lee, Lee Chambers, because we've become friends. His journey's incredible. And I was sat next to the chairman of Lad Bible. I was sat next to the <laughs> founder and owner of King of Shades, Will King, and huge. And I was sat on the table with two winners from that night. So I didn't lose anything. I gained I gained fantastic connections. I gained the knowledge from people who had won awards, built huge companies. I would not believe it's for me. To go through all what i've been through all that trouble all the stress of covid my nan i'd achieved more than most people have in five or ten years and i'm less than three years old at this point you know what i i and, and then i as i say i lost to someone i now class as a friend but i am happy with that i can live with that because that was a, yeah. my 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 reward was just being there yeah like, yeah will i enter again yeah will i win i don't know but I can always say I, I went there and i rubbed shoulders with these amazing people i got to meet um obviously stephen bartlett from social chain and Dominic mcgregor is his business partner who i'm really lucky to say he messes me on instagram saying like you know let's go for a coffee
0: mm.
1: so uh, some people might go okay but for me that's i'm talking to people i've admired i've watched for years yeah do you know what i mean it was i, I was in another world i'm still kind of getting over it now but it was an incredible experience. So, one I'm extremely proud of. Them. One, my little girl can look back from she's on and say, Wow, my dad worked hard to get. That. That's what this is about. Yeah. If, you, if you're doing this, any business owner is doing this because you want loads of money, women, or the cars, you may as well stop because any business owner will tell you it's a lonely, lonely, lonely place. Yeah. If you think you're going to it. It's help, funny,
0: you- like listening to you talk then, you, you mentioned a couple of times early on about you, you mentioned luck and. It's like creating that environment that we talked, questioned about as well, that I'm in that big thing of like creating those rooms where you sit in them. And you mentioned about imposter syndrome. I I like the the reframe of that, about if you're not experiencing that, you're not pushing hard enough or you're not putting yourself in the environments where you're going to meet these people. You're going to learn from that. And, And again, this podcast for me has been that kind of let's bring these people in let's share these stories to inspire people to go, actually, yeah, I need to push a little bit harder. and I need to take a little bit, like if they took 5% of your journey and your passion and your drive and some of the things you've created, they'd be a lot further down the line. So um
1: amazing. Yeah, I, I, I say to everyone all the time, like my, my friend, Paul Billington Dykes, he's, he's done amazing in business. He messaged me the other day and he was like, I'm really, you know, you've done so well. You've, you're leaving this mark on your industry. And I, for me, that meant a lot. But I said to him, This isn't about money for me. This is just about leaving. can't take it with me. Can't you can work or you you can chase all your life. Yes, money makes you happy. Yeah, money's material happiness. Of course you want money because it gets you nice things. You get nice things, you feel better. It's natural. But I, I didn't come with any money.
0: Yeah.
1: I didn't, I didn't have thousands and thousands of pounds in the bank when a day I set up. Yeah. Couldn't even afford a laptop. I can't take it with me. And that's really deep. Yeah. but if i my i'm more bothered about my little girl growing up and saying what did my dad do how did he make an impact on people's lives and that sounds really cheesy but it's the truth because yeah. when you've when you you know when you've been through so much in the end you think what can i i can't take any of this with me anyway so yeah. if i'm building something now yes i'm going to be stressed but i've got to keep going i've got to keep digging i've got to keep being me that's yeah. what this is about leadership for me is that
0: Amazing. What a great that's 20 minutes. What a great finish to a podcast and um, to start this year off. So guys, if you enjoyed that, make sure you um let us know in the comments below. Let you give us your feedback. Remember, this year I always Like last year, always value hearing the the little bits and the little nuggets of information or the inspiration that you took from each of the episodes. Like we said about leadership, it's different for everybody. Um, If you haven't already, make sure you follow us on your podcast provider. Make sure you um, subscribe on the YouTube channel if you're watching us. And um, Mike, thank you so much for your time. Um, You're welcome. If if anybody wants
1: to, no, honestly, more than welcome. Thank you for having me. If anybody wants to, Follow the company, XLTM Group, or anyone wants to follow myself on Instagram, honestly, feel free to. Or if anyone ever wants to come and have a coffee and meet the team, we're an open office. You're always welcome to.
0: Fantastic. I mean, all your links will be in the comments below um, attached to the YouTube and the podcast. So, Mike, thank you so much. And ladies and gents, I'll see you all next week. Take care. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.